This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Books and podcasts are always best with a great cup of coffee. That's why we've partnered with Ligaris Roasters to create the Table of Malcontents blend. And guys, it's delicious. A smooth Brazilian roast that will make your heart happy. Head over to LagarisRoasters.com to order a bag or 12 today. Hey there, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and I think I'm Aaron. I think I'm Aaron. Yes, I am Aaron. <laughs> I'm it's been Ron a long, Burgundy. It's been a long day, and my... What is that? My prompter is not working. So I'm a little bit sad about that. Really? Yeah. That's the worst. I know. It's well, terrible. We're doing this podcast, and, and it's a weird. We're doing it on a Thursday, which is strange. We usually, we're well, on a we Friday. Record. We're traveling right now. That's true. That's true. Um, we go to we go to magical lands where... Magic. Magic. Magic ma- cities. Magic cities. Like Birmingham. Ex- Bur- Birmingham. Ex- exotic Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Ex- exotic. You know, eventually we're going to end up in Orlando. Uh, yeah. But places. People. Places. Yeah. Things. Places, things happening. People and things. Maybe some bears and lions and tigers and whatnot. Wow. Wasn't aware it got that wild. Wow. <laughs> you may have noticed, noticed that we're not being made fun of by another person right now. Well, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. He's going to. Just That's be prepared true. for this. Once That's he true. rips uh, on this podcast. Oh, he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> He won't. So. That's the beauty of it. We can say whatever we want about said third host. That's true. Okay? So so with me this week is Dave. Just Dave. Just Dave. Yes. 40 Dave is here. 40 Dave. I mean, I'm but honest. Not, but not Cat Lady Dave. Cat no, Lady no, Dave no, is no, not no. here. We put him aside. No, That's no, no, right. No. He Did we put been, him to sleep? No, we have not done that. Did, Kat, I always refer to myself as Cat Lady Dave. 40 Dave is dealing with a seven-month-old puppy who... Um, is not quite the male dog he was a week ago. Uh, and so he's got the collar. He's got an he's insecurity got, complex. He's got and... something going on, yeah. except he's still peeing everywhere. <laughs> and he, uh, and yeah, Bear just kind of, he just, yeah, just kind of goes to the bathroom. Like middle of the night, I, I've like stepped in urine. Whereas like cats, <laughs> I, I've slept in urine. Um, oh. I've literally stepped on, so... Whatever. So that's what's going on. You may have heard another voice as well because we have made an improvement. We do not have Barnabas today. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. We have Catherine Parks with us. That's right. Catherine, welcome. I've Thanks been waiting a long us. time for this moment. Long so time? thank you. Oh, man. Days. Wow. At least a month. Yeah. At least, least days since we... It was, it was, yeah, yeah. It was last week. It was okay, last week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> said, no, I've been waiting for the invitation. Oh, that's right. Oh, waiting to be months, worthy. Mu- at least a month for the invitation yeah. and at least a week for it mm-hmm. to actually happen. Yeah, I know. Dreams coming true. Well, you're on this long list, okay, and we decided to you know, <laughs> make some exceptions. and That's okay. Here we are. We're good. We're good. Yeah, that's right. No, Catherine Parks is with us. Catherine is a fantastic author and a friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. We had asked her beforehand that, uh, you know, if she was prepared to answer which uh, which book she's reading and also. But she, we asked her, like, if she's ready to sucker punch someone. She's like, oh, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. that's. I've been waiting. You've been waiting. (laughs) How how long has this been, like, stirring in you? Have you really wanted to get this out publicly? it's such a great question because Mm -hmm. there are – I mean, I've asked my kids. You know, they have their answers. Wow. 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 Encouraging violence. Yes. As a family. I like that. Man. I'm so great. This (laughs) is so great. We're helping families. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're helping them bond – 
content and around the dinner table conversation. Yeah, that's right. So thank you. That's not right. like content <laughs> not conversations. Content. Okay, just not right. that kind yeah, of content. Okay. All right, gotcha. Okay, all right. Uh, just good clarification. That. That's yeah, good. I appreciate that. I don't all think right. I read any of that in your books, so I just no. want to make sure. Well, okay, gotcha. You know, no. Strict publisher. That's true. That's true. So you've written. True. You've written four books four. now. Yes. Four. And you've had three in the last nine months. Come true. Out. Yes. That's Im- that's like Jared Wilson level of output <laughs> right there. <laughs> Are you challenging him to a duel? Like I Colin Hansen like can't keep up bet? with reading this many books. That's what it's come to. You know, it's one of those weird things that just kind of happens, but mm-hmm. totally not intended to be this way. So, And right. there was a five-year gap between number one and number two. True. So, so you're so. just making up for time. Yeah, there you there go. You go. There that's you go. Really it's been true. percolating for a lot of years. So That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, we have talked about one of your books so far when Madeline joined us because mm-hmm. she, she, we did the whole – biography i think yeah that was mm-hmm. that biography episode and we get to talk about yep. it and uh um and she started reading empowered which so we've talked about before um, mm-hmm. how god shaped 11 women's lives it's fantastic a lot of yeah. I, I i have loved it because it's been fun to read with the girls at mm-hmm. night and some of them they knew some of them they didn't yeah. and i know we talked about this way back like okay yeah, yeah. some of them it's i just, didn't before yeah. i started the process well, which is i fun. brought a copy home and the girls whisked it away and i haven't seen it <gasps> nice since. that's a good so sign i have to find out where it is <laughs> <laughs> yes. good and then your new one strong which is essentially for boys mm-hmm. or yeah, it can mm-hmm. be for boys and girls of course yes. just like empowered can be for boys and girls my daughter has read more right. of it than my son has okay. at this point oh, so okay. to illustrate that point of oh, strong yeah the new one okay mm-hmm. excellent all right all right so it's real quick on empowered so i was more part of the conversation when we yeah. were talking about ideas for strong but tell me how empowered came about in terms of finding figure out who which women to yeah. tackle um it's it was actually a lot harder for the women uh because you know when we were talking about the men for strong there's so many and there's so many great biographies there's just so much good content out there uh about men of faith and then when it came time to look at women there's just a lot less uh, availability with why, why is that um i mean i, I don't know seems, that seems like an obvious question but also yeah. i'm like really why i don't understand i mean why. practically speaking i think they're they're just for one thing um there's less known about a lot of these women so it's not like anyone is like oh i'm going to only write biographies right. about men or that's all that people are interested in but we just don't have records and even some right. of the women that you know phyllis wheatley for example we know so little about her life we have her poems and we have basically history of a few years of her life but she died in relative obscurity at i think the age of 32 and no one really knows what happened when she got married and there's a lot of conjecture and so i think that's the case with a lot of women from history that you know there were a lot of fascinating women but not enough to fill out a whole biography so gotcha. I was limited in that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Who who surprised you the most? And actually, you know what? We probably should list them out while we're mm-hmm. at it. And I couldn't pronounce like one one of the names. Uh-oh. I need to pull them out I again. I know. Let's see how bad to. this is. I know. I'm gonna look at well, you. Well, like, it's just like anything else. Just say it quickly and confidently, and then you're fine. And oh, you'll okay. Never know That's which what it one. is. Esther yeah. on Kim. Yeah. Uh, Sophie Scholl or Scholl. Mm-hmm. Okay, Scholl. Corey Tin Boom. Betsy Tin Boom. Her sister. All right. Uh, here we go. Pandita Ramabai. Yeah. Yes. Did it. Elizabeth well Elliot, Phyllis Wheatley, Johnny Erickson Tata, Fanny Crosby, and Charlotte Fortin Grimke. We have not done that one yet. Okay. Uh, and Annie Armstrong. Yeah. Right. And Charlotte yeah. Fortin was actually 
one of my favorites. And I didn't yeah. know about her before starting the process, but um, I think you know she was a African American daughter of abolitionists who grew up in New England and then ended up becoming part of. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Penn School. It's like a reconstruction or pre-reconstruction experiment mm-hmm. in the Sea Islands in South Carolina, uh, close to Hilton Head. And mm-hmm. she went down there. She was the first Black teacher to come down and teach newly freed slaves. And she kept a journal that ended up being published in the Atlantic of her experiences down there. And and so um, one of the things, and, and her chapter is really about godly ambition because she talked a lot in her journal, even as a teenager, about battling this desire to do something big. And mm. it's similar to my own struggles or to, you know, conversations I have with my daughter where it's like, we're always reassuring her, you don't have to do anything big. And she's like, but what if I want to? And I'm like, well, mm. I don't want to discourage that either. Yeah. But right. but Charlotte talked a lot about like how how do I justify this or, or bring this into congruence with my faith in Christ and humility and some of these things, you know? And so even as like a 16 year old, she's writing these things in her journal and I'm like, yeah. I get it. So, yeah. so she was fascinating to me. Yeah. You know, I totally feel the mention of kind of like what the target, like the age for this, you mm-hmm. know, who, who, the reader, it's more for middle, what we call middle reader, yeah. uh, you know, girls mm-hmm. and boys, eight to 12 years old. But yeah. of course you can read beyond that. I mean, I, <laughs> it's fun for me because also I don't want to read on some of these, a 500 page biography, yeah. a 20 yeah. page little pieces, like perfect. And then there are books on mm-hmm. some of these people that you can read. That's my hope is like yeah. readers find one or two people that they're like, oh, I'd love to know more about right. that person. Yes. And Take yeah. a deep dive into something. Right. And, you know, because for boys, everyone needs another thousand page bio in Winston Churchill. Right? Absolutely. My, <laughs> my son's reading yeah. one right now. Is he really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You said no, that so confidently. It's true. Like, oh, sure. Yeah. Oh. No. Not See, me. when Barnabas is, isn't here, this is how my humor comes out. It's, <sighs> yeah. it's all straight changes all the time. <laughs> Add to the point that even my family doesn't know he that just, I'm joking. He just mm-hmm. likes talking, and we're just like, all right, fine, let him let him well, go. He's to be fair, it is pretty entertaining. It is so. pretty entertaining. It's fun to see you two go at it usually, mm-hmm. and then it always takes me a while to figure out whose voice because you both really? got a little bit of the the northern, the northern. Yeah. he's not as ca- the, Canadian, the, the, obviously. The northern, the northern. northern. <laughs> <laughs> the northern. It's a disease. The, those people. <laughs> just be honest. <laughs> Catherine growing up here in the South and look at the northern people. <laughs> well, it's you like know. some like Tolkien group that's been created and oh yeah, maybe <laughs> invaders from the north. Well, we do li- it, it does snow a lot and we live in caves. And mm. if you're in Minneapolis, you never go outside because you've got sky skywalks. Um, really? That is, they do, yeah. I'm true. really jealous of that. Wow. You know, yeah. in Canada, mm. we just, you know, pick up our shovel and go. Yeah. So well. and you always keep a shovel in your trunk wow. in July. Oh, <laughs> we don't even have a shovel. I mean, we have a shovel, but yes. not a snow shovel. Yeah. And it doesn't work very well for shoveling snow. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, to we be fair, we get like three flakes of snow a year. and It's true. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It's done in like 3.5 seconds. It's amazing. And I'm good with that. Yep. Yeah. Praise God for the South. <laughs> so I'm just going to go right at this here. All right. So we're in a uh, a culture where a Rachel Hollis book mm. is dominating bestsellers lists, and it's telling women in general that they need to do, 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 overcome, overcome, fill in the blank. I mean, I don't know if you've read any of her books yet. Sorry. I've not, but I'm familiar. You've not. Yeah. Okay. I have... Uh, 
the guy here has read Good one of her books. You. There you go. And this is not a trash Rachel Hollis, and that's not the intention. It's mm-hmm. just more about what we're trying to tell young women yeah. growing up today um, about what it takes to make a mark, to um, achieve X, Y, Z. Okay, so you're familiar enough. Like, mm-hmm. what do you want young girls to what, – what are they dealing with most out there? Mm-hmm. And how do these books help address that with the stories of these women? Yeah, I think girls um, – They're feel, even though most girls are probably not familiar. You know, my daughter has no idea who Rachel Hollis is. Right. But she can walk through Target and see the messages on T-shirts directed towards her. And it's – all meant to empower with, you know, yeah. girls are the future and girls change the world and, you know, girls never give up and all these things that are these empowering messages. Uh, but ultimately, I think they are settling our our girls with these expectations that are just extremely difficult to live up to. And I think, you know, the issue that I have with a lot of it's not just Rachel Hollis. It's just this whole culture of mm-hmm. um self-help and and empowerment is it's all um it's all stuff that benefits us and one of the things that i really felt compelled to do in this book is to say you know you can you can try to be like cory ten boom and you know love this really difficult person um in the future or you know this may arise and you may be asked to to sacrifice or um to do something big, but it really starts, the faithfulness starts with being able to forgive your brother who has just pestered you for the 18th time today, you know, or um, to befriend that kid at school who you think is just a little bit odd or, you know, that your friends might tease you if you sit by that person at lunch or, um, and so it's, these are not the glamorous things that books get written about, but Mm -hmm, for each of the women and men in these books, those were the daily decisions that led up to the lives of faithfulness that we now know them for. Yeah. And those are the things that you're not going to see in a lot of the self-help stuff because it's just these are small. These are yeah. small yeah. little faithful decisions. But the whole point yeah. is the same God who empowered and strengthened these 22 people mm-hmm. is at work in our kids and in us to help us make those faithful decisions and um, live obedient lives too. Uh, so. Absolutely. You know, I, I've uh, uh, I've struggled with as a parent uh, whenever uh, I, I get into a self-righteous mode because I have read a lot of stories. I have read about a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I have read that learned a little bit more about life, about perspective, because yeah. I've just experienced more life. Um, whenever I get really frustrated with, you know, one of the girls, I will catch myself going into this little, like, you know, just rant about... <laughs> comparing their situation versus others yes. out there of history or whatever yeah. or, or going on yeah. right now i've yeah. even caught myself there are starving kids in yeah. xyz <laughs> oh don't I do have, that no no i have i have said <laughs> that almost verbatim you know and you're like it's the worst stupidest it's not stupid it's just um oh. if you're a kid you're hearing this from your dad or yeah. your mom, and you're like, come on, dad. Oh, man. Like, this is yeah. ridiculous. But you catch yourself doing it because, like, we have the benefits. We yeah. haven't gone. Corey Tim Boom had to make a choice. Am I going to turn my, you know, turn mm-hmm. my head or my eyes so yeah. I won't see what's going on, really? Or I'm going to choose to help these people. Yeah. Right? And I guess yeah. you can share more of the story. No, but, yeah. I mean, well, first of all, solidarity, because I am definitely the lecture parent in our home. And it's like you're in the middle of it and you hear yourself doing it and you want to stop. But everything I have to say is really 
good and they need to hear it. So no, why wouldn't they it's be like soaking good wisdom. it up? It's not even from us. It's just it's we're yeah, just trying to we're just I trying know. to share. I'm a conduit. Just listen to me. <laughs> and their eyes are glazed and yeah. nothing's getting through. Um, no, I mean I think I think you're right, and I think that's the strength of knowing some of these stories is that it gives them a way to first of all learn empathy. You know, which is. Um, I think I read that, you know, boys really need to be learning that by like eight or nine, that that's kind of because Mm -hmm. then they start to really struggle with being sympathetic and sensitive to other people. And so Mm -hmm. that's it's an important age for them to kind of be able to climb into someone else's story. And that's why I do think stories like this are really important. But it's also hard for a kid to be like, I mean, I can see myself saying, well, that was court and boom you know i'm not her and my situation is different and so how do we um how do we teach that empathy and help them climb inside that story but also bring it to their modern day experience Mm -hmm. and be able to say you know well i may not be her but this is what i am dealing with and and i think as parents and authority figures to validate those experiences and those struggles is really important something i fail at a lot because it is a lot easier for me to be like well you think that's hard? <laughs> Listen to this. Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes I think what we all want is someone to just climb inside of it with us and say, "Yeah, I get it." Yeah, and that yeah. is really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it just it. I've caught myself. I it was two nights ago. I I, I went into that. <laughs> And I really stopped myself. I started laughing in front of her, too. That's good. I'm like, I'm doing what my parents did, oh, which, is, right. which happens. Right. Uh, why, why? Okay. Yeah. So we're all in this, um, you know, 30-something mm. parentish. Dave, I'm being generous to you with 40, Dave. <laughs> almost 40. Um, that's right. That's true. That's, this right. Year. that's right. Mm. I know. That's right. Only another month ago. So two 40s and a... 30-something white But, but to be no, fair, really, he acts like he's 77. He does. He's so grumpy. I mean, this is That's positive right. and uplifting. This is, this is good. This, this is, is encouraging right This now. is very encouraging. Is it? Yeah. Is I don't know. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm feeling good. All right. What was I even saying? Yeah, I don't know. I lost it. Let's well, go right off my lawn. Well, no. I mean, I... I, I well, we were talking about turning yeah, it to yeah, our parents. Right. Yes, 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 yes. I um, love... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Keep going. Here we go. Okay. So, and this will all stay in the episode, by the way. Naturally. I don't plan to to, to delete just about anything. So mm. prove me wrong, guys. <laughs> um, so um, here's the the thing that's that's interesting is it's so it's so tempting a lot of the time with us when when we're talking to our kids to just say um, you know particularly when I'm cranky um, you know just kind of a little bit of a suck it up mm-hmm. or you know is it bleeding is is it on fire. Is it broken? Then you're fine. Yes. Um, or could you just eat your dang food? Um, yeah. So it doesn't even get to, you know, there are starving children in, <laughs> yeah. in you know, this country or that continent. Um, it's it's just do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it's hard. To, it's, you know, if you're trying to teach your child about empathy, um, you know, there's so many of these stories in here that really go into that of just like, an empathetic spirit. But, um, you know, and, 
I feel like I don't. I, I certainly don't remember someone lecturing me to tell me how to learn this thing. <laughs> I either right. experienced something that taught me that, mm-hmm. or I certainly read something. I mean, I do remember good conversations with someone sharing uh, something that's helpful in context to mm-hmm. get me through something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it generally is not from a lecture. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's yeah. tough as a parent because you're just tempted to do that. But. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I love live other reading about other lives mm-hmm. just because I feel like you can get a lot of it. I get some people don't like reading biographies. Yeah, they just, sure. They lo- well, rather just have a story. I don't know. Well, because I mean, I mean, part of the problem too is is that so many biographies are like they're written from such an obvious obvious slant mm-hmm. that it's like you're not yeah. getting a real picture of the person. You're getting this idealized yeah. or this. Um, like this, this ideology is just this one, one perspective. So to, that it's so strong and obvious mm-hmm. that you're reading a fictional character. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not actually seeing who that person is. Yeah. So how did um, so thinking about how you the work you've done? How did you how did you go about trying to balance out? Yeah. For the reason that you're talking about. Anytime I could find an autobiography, even if it wasn't extremely well written, mm-hmm. you know that was just great for me because the thing is even the hiding plate is, is probably my favorite book of all time mm-hmm. but you're reading it and you realize betsy is not a real person you know she is this memory that Corey has of her and i am sure that she was amazing but i am sure that if she was reading all the things that Corey said about her she would be appalled you know but by the way she, she, she comes off right exactly yeah. yeah and i mean she's the mvp really of the story in so many ways which is why she needed her own chapter but Corey is obviously so much harder on herself and reali- remembers so many of her struggles mm-hmm. and remembers none of betsy's and so um i think as much as i could letting kids know you know there are these are real struggles from real people and i think you're right that's what we miss in some biographies is um you know i was reading about annie armstrong and she's not a uh exciting figure you know she's known for writing thousands of letters basically and yeah. um and she did not get along with a lot of other people and she was a very strong personality that sounds like an armstrong yeah. <laughs> in the uh in the southern Baptist <laughs> convention and um I think. Oh wait, sorry. Southern Southern Baptist didn't get along with people. I, I mean, <laughs> it's probably shocked. everyone else's fault. She was probably oh, fine, but absolutely. Uh, but <laughs> the thing is that it was really important to me that that kids know she had trouble with interpersonal relationships. She didn't always yeah. get along with the people that she was working yeah. with. Yeah. Um, but her goal was bigger, and you know, enabled her to push through some of those things. And and so I think. Yeah, I mean, my favorite biographies are ones that give us the good, the bad, the ugly, um, yeah. because that's that's reality, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and there were there were biographies I read that I did not enjoy for this, and there were some that I just thought like this is like the biography of Eric Little is incredible. It's mm, so good. Which one did you? Um, for the glory, okay. I think is what yeah, it's called. Yeah, that's that. That's yeah. And I knew you know his story up to the Olympics, but after that, everything that happened with him going back to China and uh, being in the internment camp mm-hmm. and i mean this was all news to me and it was just amazingly well written and researched mm-hmm. so i loved that one mm-hmm. um but yeah and you know some of the autobiographies are a little a bit of a struggle to get through yeah <laughs> <laughs> they were gifted at some things not necessarily writing you, yep. you read uh of course all of uh, devon's recommendation on oh the my gosh. book right all mm-hmm. was it like 1300 pages it or was something? the biggest yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Don't oh. ask someone doing their PhD dissertation yeah. for a recommendation on a biography. <laughs> well, Lesson learned. I, know, I laughed when I was reading it. I said, of course. Yeah, I knew, I knew what Deb was going to put in front of you. Like, you didn't go for the easy 600-page no. Metaxas bio dissertation or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 Well, that, I mean, that's probably for the best anyway, because... I mean, the Metaxas one was good. It's, it's, all right, listen, it was, it was uh, written in a more, in a better narrative, Mm -hmm. uh, although there Mm -hmm. may be some things that were disputed. How about that? Is that a good way of putting it? I think that's a great way of putting it. (laughs) I know that you, you have to be careful. You worked on that book, right? And it was great. Yeah. I don't claim it. Eric was a hustler. Uh, Not in that way. (laughs) Uh, Content. Uh, No, no. er Eric worked very hard getting the word out in that book. And I'm glad because there's a lot of people who had no idea who Bonhoeffer was who discovered him. And just like anything, it's like, it's like reading 20 pages about uh, mm-hmm. someone you didn't know. Well, yeah, read the next thing. Learn yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Um, yeah. You know, no, it I, illustrates. I mean, so my husband, Eric, is really into film. You know, Eric. Just and a little bit. Just a little. But Well, um, he does make them. So He makes them. He watches them. He reads about them. Mm. Uh, but we, I, I have a really hard time enough. watching things that are narrative accounts of um, historical situations. And uh, and depending on what it is, but I'm like, as soon as it's over, I'm researching. I'm trying to figure out what's true, what's not. So you, that's you really have, hard You for have me. IMDb up as a starting point <laughs> while you're watching the movie. Yeah. And then yep. you're also then Googling a few things. Yes. yes I, I do the same thing in the yes. movies. It drives my wife crazy. Because okay. <laughs> I want to know more. I just want to know yeah. more. What's the backstory? I just cannot wrap my mind around why yeah. you change like critical pieces of information uh, yeah. to fit right. the movie that you're making instead of telling the true story. That right. drives me crazy. I don't understand this. Well, so what, what, did you watch Chernobyl yet? No. Okay. Hmm. Okay, well then we'll not we'll yeah we'll do that. <laughs> well, well, no, I there's mean, a character who represents yeah. like a thousand scientists. For example, uh, that's I read about that. And I thought, yeah. Okay, there's no way that you can show that in film. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm okay with that. Right. And there's pieces it's all like these that. opinions coming together in one person, and yeah. it's powerful yeah. in the way it's I mean, represented. I mean, but I mean that's true. That's true in any anything. Like even documentary, there's a there's a degree yeah. to which. You, you, not that you fudge on the facts unless you're Michael Moore, um, but uh, no, oh, maybe just a little. (laughs) Roger and me. Keep going. Anyway, I'm just um, trying to be Barnabas. I'm trying trying to be Barnabas. Dave, I can't. Just be 40 40 days. Nice. Just be 40 days. Eric's a nine, too. You guys. We get along. We hug each other every time. Every time. Okay, you guys can hug it out. Yeah. And uh, and Catherine, I'll just be like this. Well, okay. I'm a five. Right. And fives need to know everything. Right. Which is why I have a hard time when something's not yeah. what it should be. Me yeah. too, good researcher and author. Absolutely. Well, well done. At least the research part of it. Mm. <laughs> it's all right. Mm. You write more. You, yeah. you write narrative more. That's right. great. Well, but what I was trying to say there was um, I know that a key, a key reason they ultimately do it is they're just they're just trying to – make like up the drama mm-hmm. element they're trying to make the make it a make it a better story yeah. in quotation marks the problem is is when someone doesn't understand the story to begin with they often miss the the things that actually make it important mm-hmm. so i mean you think about the unbroken movie that uh that came out a couple yeah. years back um that yeah, angelina yeah. jolie directed mm-hmm. such a great book she yeah. missed <laughs> exactly all there's our review of the movie exactly <laughs> but she missed all the key important things yeah. about his story. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. like you can't disconnect his story from what happened after the mm-hmm. war, which is when he 
came to Christ. Yeah, which yeah. was like <laughs> of all the mind-blowing things in that book, that was the one that blew my mind the most. You know, yeah. you get yeah. to that and you're like, what? Well, which shouldn't I didn't be that unbelievable. It when right. I was reading it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and so it caught me off guard and I was like, oh, this is fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I like that. Yeah. yeah. So. No, it's my dream to write. I would love to write a biography. I don't have mm. any idea of what, but then I look at Unbroken well, and I'm like, no, but like a real, like do all the research. <laughs> so but then you write a biography. I can't. I, I mean, you Eric read Unbroken and you're like, Parks. I could never write anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is a, he's but a it's, fascinating But it's a great point. You person. know, Louis Zambrini's story was already told. He already wrote his autobiography, yeah. you know, 20 years before that. Something like right? that. Right. Uh, maybe the seventies, but it's been a while. There's been a but few he, books on him. And right. But I mean, but no one knew who he was until Unbroken because someone right. wrote a tremendous story. Right. That's it's it. Just exactly. Amazing. Someone who's a great storyteller. I know. Did it. And, and some of my favorite historians, all female too. Hmm. Laura Hillenbrand, Len Olson, uh, Candace Millard. They're all uh, Doris, Doris Kearns Goodwin. Goodwin. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's something. Y'all got it. I don't know what it is. Hmm. There you go. Interesting. I wow. know. Roll with that. Just, we just, just, need just a... take that and go. We're just <laughs> telling you, like, you got to pick your person and stay with them. That's it. Yeah. There you go. And yeah. I need, like, a large budget to travel to all the mm, libraries. No problem. And, yeah. Just, 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 you know, just write, write it off. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Write it off. Just write it off. That's what they do. It's, it's an expense. Do. It's what write it they off. do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, that works. Kramer, he would say that. Yeah, that works. You just write it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't even know what that means. Anyways, yeah. Uh, no. Right, so no. what do you tell – all right. I, my daughter just grew up in suburban Nashville um, and sp- – you know, they, they read a story from about Betsy Timboom and mm-hmm. Corey Timboom. They're not facing those same type of issues. Mm-hmm. I gotta hope they ever have anything close sure. to that. Yeah, we certainly want them to be prepared for it. But what do you tell like an average kid out there? It's like, man, I mean, my biggest issue is, does that girl like me, or mm-hmm. does this, you know, yeah. uh, whatever? I don't know. Someone was mean to me. My brother or sister were mean. Yeah, to me, just as you shared earlier. Yeah. What do you tell that person? I mean, I think it's fundamentally the same thing. Uh, whether this person likes me, you know, am I willing to change to get this person to like me or am I secure in who I am? And so a lot of it is just giving our kids the full picture of who they are in Christ and who he's created them to be and mm-hmm. um, security in that so that they're not tempted to change, whether it's for, you know, the Gestapo or the mm-hmm. girl who's bullying people in your class or, you know, um, the pressure that you're getting in certain social situations or mm-hmm. eventually mm-hmm. dating relationships or whatever it is, you know. And mm-hmm. so um, I guess that's that's a big part of our role as parents is mm-hmm. to build them up, not to some false sense of, yeah. you know, you're perfect, you're amazing, but you are yeah. who – God has created you to be right, and yeah. you bear his image and yeah. you're secure in who you are in him. Absolutely. It's a lot yeah. easier to say than do, you know, and we're approaching middle school with our daughter and she's not nearly as freaked out about it as I am. So you know, you <laughs> know do. what's coming. Oh, it's awful. But, um, you know, I'm thankful she's got a good head on her shoulders now that is not because of us, but just the, the way the Lord has, you know, created her yeah. and, and doesn't really have time for a lot of, girl nonsense you know the drama that happens but um but yeah mm-hmm. i mean i think that's going to be a temptation for our kids mm-hmm. and um you know increasingly with different situations that are going to be thrown at them that we never faced you know at their age and mm-hmm. um but ultimately the battle is the same um 
for their hearts and minds and what captures their full affections and devotion. So, You know, it's fascinating to watch a conversation going on um, just in media or – I'm just going to say just culturally today about um, what makes a per- – like, you know, talk about words like grit, strong. Use courage. Uh, be confident in who you are. Mm-hmm. You'll hear, like, things like that. Ultimately, that's why when I hear that, I always think, like, okay, like, that's great. That's a lot. Going back to the Rachel Hollis thing, you're going to mm-hmm. hear some of that. But that's got to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why that conversation is fun because I know, like, you know, one of the girls will come home with this bracelet that has, like, things like that. Mm-hmm. And regardless of where it came from, it's, it's not a big deal. It's more like, but let's talk about where that, mm-hmm. where does that start? Yeah. You know, those are all wonderful. Like, virtue. We talk about virtues a lot. Yeah. Virtues are great, mm-hmm. awesome, but they have to come yeah. from somewhere and knowing who you are in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's why we just I mean, try, <laughs> you know, right. with the grace yeah. of God to get that into the Absolutely. kids. Absolutely. But that's what I love about these stories because they all illustrate some of those virtues. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are these are women and men who have battled like yeah. any of them. And whether mm-hmm. these are big or small dragons, mm-hmm. they that they're they're all the same and they require, you know, to know who you are. Yeah. They require courage. Mm-hmm. Whether it's I mean, I love that because you're, you're right. Like I know the problems they come home with every day, kind of like, oh yeah, I remember going through that. That's, yeah. and, and by the way, and you still go through those issues as an yes. adult. <laughs> At work or where at yeah. church. Dave, is there someone those picking on you at work? Always, man. Always. <laughs> okay. Barnabas isn't here today. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I know. yeah. It's, it's a good day. No. Oh, No, but I, 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 I love, you know, I don't. The more I read about other people's lives, I get I I, I see them. Ref- well, let me back up. When you you know when I knew you were working on Empowered, I think last year I got the girls like a famous women in history book, mm-hmm. and I felt the same. I knew you were writing this at that point, and I just thought like, gosh, there's a lot of women. I certainly I want them to look up to a lot of these yeah. women, regardless whether they're Christian or not. Right. Took a stand for something. Mm-hmm. Go. Everything from voting rights yeah. to freedom to you name it. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be as simple as just, uh, I don't know, better benefits. I don't know. But but the point is they all require courage and they all require yeah. uh, taking a stand for what you believe in. Yeah. And those are all admirable. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what's fun about learning about yeah. those lies. I mm-hmm. wish I, I want kids to look at that type of learning as fun. Mm-hmm. That's what these books are. These are fun. These are, I they're, hope so. they're not overwhelming yeah. at all. And what I love about it too, it's got the questions at the end to help you. Yeah, help me as a dad talk through. Them, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't know if they were reading them first. I'm like, hey, let's talk about those. You just read that. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. You know, well, there's mm-hmm. kind of like the comprehension questions, but then also the like. What are you dealing with? Questions, you know, that yes. hopefully are um, a way in to kind of understanding their struggles. And and I think what I just saw going through biography after biography was how each person was so dependent and knew their dependence on the power of God. And um, I think you were the one who told me about Jackie Robinson mm-hmm. and that element in history yeah. and, you know, realizing like he – got down on his knees night after night to pray for strength, to be strong and silent in the face of persecution. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, and I've used that example with my son when he's dealt with things at school and just been able to say, you know, if God could help Jackie Robinson in that situation, like yeah. the same God is working in you and can mm-hmm. help you with this kid who's just being yeah. a punk at school, you yeah. know. Um, and I think that, like, that's the thing that just I want them to wonder at – the same God who did all of these things 
is in me working in me and that's yes. just incredible oh, yes absolutely mm-hmm. uh I'm glad you mentioned Jackie again, too, because one thing that um, I think I suggested Jackie for a few different reasons, but one of my A.O.s, I mentioned baseball, as you know, but also mm-hmm. it's just a lot of people who know about Jackie Robinson. They know kind of some key bullet points, but it's I'm not saying uh, people are trying, those who have written about him have tried to like put his faith to the side, mm-hmm. but the reality is they're kind of focusing on the key things about taking a stand, yeah. about turning the other cheek when he needed to. These are all admirable things and things that we know of Jackie Robinson, but it's more just fascinating. Like, where does that come from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, where is that? Yeah. I think this is also why going to Eric Little and Chariots of Fire, that a general large group of people got to watch a movie mm-hmm. like that and still love it. Like, whether they're Christian yeah. or not, they watch that and they say, wow, that's that's admirable. That's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's pretty amazing. This, that guy seems genuine. Yeah. He's not just sputtering out some things. There's, yeah. I mean, I mean, what's it? Ian Charlson who played him did mm-hmm. such a good job. Yeah. But it's also, um, I mean, it's believable. I yeah. think that's it. So yeah. I don't know. I I I love discovering that. Was there anyone in here who just absolutely surprised you? Um, of kind of. Who well, they let me were? if I can follow up on what you're saying. I was just gonna say yeah. like with the Jackie Robinson thing. That has to give us more hope because if I believe that there was just something amazing about Jackie Robinson, then that's not encouraging to me because I think I don't have that thing. Whatever he had that made him different and made him stand up, I don't Mm -hmm. have. But if you tell me about his faith and I know that he credited God with giving him the strength to do it, then that gives me hope that I can have that same, you know. And so I think not only do we miss just the knowledge of of their faith, but we miss that encouraging part that Mm -hmm. these were not extraordinary people. Mm -hmm. These are ordinary people who – had access to an amazing God. And so I think kids need to know that. I mean, we I need to know that. Um, as far as people that really surprised me, um, the story of Elka of the YY is uh. unbelievable. I wasn't familiar with him. His The book, Christ Witch Doctor by Homer Doughty, that his chapter is based on, is out of print, difficult to find, but he was uh. – uh, just a, a witch doctor in a tribe in um, South America, and he ends up having these encounters, you know, with missionaries, and then experiencing these really miraculous things, and becomes a missionary to all these surrounding tribes. And it's just—I mean, it's a fascinating story. It's the kind of like jungles and you know, large fights with large boars and stuff that like little boys are going to eat up. Yeah. But also just an amazing story, um, mm-hmm. and it's an amazing story of you know, someone outside of our normal, uh, it's not about the missionaries, you yeah, know, right, the, the focus right. of this biography was not on the missionaries that went and did heroic things. Yeah. It was about the person whose life was changed and who took a stand in his community to, to mm-hmm. do what would benefit the people around him, even at the point of risking his life for them. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I think we need more stories like that of like indigenous peoples and absolutely. Yeah. Well, the courage to a accept the faith mm-hmm. and also lead a tribe or yeah. other people group, whatever you have, into to faith as well. Like, yeah, I can imagine there's got to be so many of those stories we just don't we have not heard. Right. Yeah. So and so the fact ideas. that you know, mm. yeah, exactly. Then, I mean, that's the book, thing, no. and and it's sad that it's not in print anymore because. Um, we need more examples like that. So, mm-hmm. so if you can get a copy of it, they're available. They're out there. They're beat up, but they're out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like it. Okay. I like it. That seems like a good place to, to transition our conversation. Yeah, I think so. Speaking of beating up. Ah. Yeah. 
natural segue. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. So good times. So Catherine gets the honorary sucker yes. punch of the week. That's Jack right. Your sucker punch of the week. That's right. All right. All right, Catherine. So, let's hear it. Okay. Well, I mean, I have given this a great deal of thought, and yes. he's been mentioned too many times, so he's not actually. My sucker punch, but okay. Holden Caulfield should be Yay. number one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. all the guys that I knew and or dated in high school who thought they were Holden Caulfield, ugh, the angst, the brooding. You're like, get over yourself. Yes, come on. Yeah. So I appreciate that he's been mentioned, but I am yeah. rereading East of Eden right now. Oh, and Steinbeck. Okay. Huh? Yes, yeah. it's been okay. 13 years since I first read it, so I'm like. You know when you have enough familiarity that you kind of know, but you don't exactly know what's going to happen. And so I'm mm-hmm. at, I'm very close to the end right now, and you know things are coming. They're just going to break your heart, and oh, it's just really painful. But um, Kathy Trask in East of Eden, I mean, she's just one of the great literary villains of all time. And I know Steinbeck got a lot of pushback on her character because people just could not – really resonate with someone who is that evil Mm, and um i read that he was talking about like if you can believe in satan then you can believe in kathy trask like that was his uh motivation maybe because it is kind of a retelling of a biblical story and so i'm just reading everything that she does from day one to the end of the book and you're just thinking like someone should have punched her a really long time ago Mm Female Actually, pun- someone did. Yes, but yeah, specifically okay. another woman. <laughs> like, a, like a female yes. punch. Yes. Yes. No, yes. Okay, just want to be sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Good. Good yeah. to know. All right. <laughs> oh gosh. So but that took well, a turn. Well, one other question with the two. I'm gonna ask. Like, so um, how is Eric your your husband? So yes. you know, we all know Eric. I thought here, you so said that's how why, is Eric yes. your how husband? Is, no. Yes. <laughs> how yes. well? How is he? How does this happen? I don't deserve him. Eric, fellow number nine. <laughs> Our love of film. I, by the way, when when, uh, when we saw Catherine said, I want in on the Spectrum podcast. I, I mean, need to do yes. something yes. to get my him. filming. So, yeah. And you said, I need to pitch uh, Eric on yeah. that. So. Well, if you ever want to talk superhero movies, okay. I'm your guy. Yeah. So, yeah. It would make you sad to know how few superhero movies we've seen. I can't be friends with Eric anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think we've seen any of the Marvel movies. Okay. All right. So, like, um, but the Christopher Nolan Batman yes. Okay, we're, we're fine. We're okay. fine. Okay, we're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, those are just great movies. <laughs> they um, are. So. Which is probably why we enjoy them because yeah. they're less I mean, the Marvel ones, the Marvel, Marvel ones are great, just popcorn films. Um, hmm. You know, you. Yeah, Eric doesn't really do he, popcorn films. He does so. some deep stuff. I know. There's sometimes when they talk about a film, I'm like, dude, you need to get out of the Belcourt Theater right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like literally, literally, there are other theaters out there. Mm. <laughs> so, which is, by the yes. way, listeners, yeah. it's kind of an indie uh, yeah. theater in town. It's a right. fantastic old theater. Now, before we go, but, yeah. so before we go too much farther. Why don't we give a plug for the movie that uh, oh, Eric is working do on? It. Great yeah. idea. Yes. Yeah. So Eric, for six years, has been working on his first feature film called Why We Breathe. And mm-hmm. um, they're, he and his editor are wrapping up post-production right now. So mm-hmm. he doesn't know what's going to happen. He hasn't started talking to distrib- distrib- distributors. Yep. That's the word. Um so we'll see kind of where it goes from here. Is it also like next step, like submit to festivals too? Potentially. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. If you, it depends on the kind of distribution deal. If you can get one, some yeah. it's like exclusive rights. You can't submit to festivals. So mm-hmm. he would really like to, 
But also if someone's like, I'll give you all this money, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, and then depending on the festival. There lies the problem. Right. And depending on the festival, that's also where you find your distributor. Exactly. Yeah. So, who so knows? how does someone find out about the movie and what's going on next? Or can you give yes. us the big yes. idea yeah. of the movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The big idea. So um, his his hope for it was to tell kind of a familiar story, but in a more realistic, honest way. And yeah. so um, it's about a singer, songwriter, struggling single mom in Nashville who um, gets into a really bad situation mm-hmm. in a relationship and ends up moving to a small town to live with her uncle. And um, there's kind of a community that mm-hmm. rallies around her and, you know, yeah. guns happen. And mm. <laughs> Eric's never made content. a movie without a gun. There so there's there your go. content for Violent the day. So. content. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry, he, sorry, he's never made something without a gun? I, I, I mean... <laughs> Does Eric appear in this, by the way? No, he sadly. He doesn't no. no. He doesn't get punched as... Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that That was happen. my favorite. I don't know where I'm like, Eric! He was There's the a, other man. Yes, yeah. he was the other man. This awesome short film. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it was great. The other man. Yeah. Oh, man. He rolled with that Awkward. punch really well. It was very yes. realistic. Yes, he, he's yeah. um, taught our kids some... Um, play fighting like that so nice. there's a lot of fake punching that happens sucker punching in our home there we go train up a child I like that <laughs> I like that I excellent like that. use of that verse by mm, the way thank so you. Well uh, a URL for it too we're, yeah we're um, whywebreathefilm.com mm-hmm. is the film. website and same on all the socials all the things cool yeah, well, thanks for asking yeah, about that. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited for him. It's yeah, we'll throw, uh, we'll throw a link awesome. to the trailer in the, yeah, in the show be, notes and that'd be great thanks yeah yeah love so, All right. and I'm looking forward to watching it because I, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. No, it's uh, you know, I'm not a dreamer, and so seeing someone who is just relentlessly pursue and struggle for years to get something done, and I love that my kids have gotten to watch that. Yeah. you know, have a front row seat because I probably told him to quit a lot of times. Yeah. So Aww. I'm really proud of him for not listening to me, <laughs> especially a guy who's yeah. post forty. I mean, come on, right? Is he? Well, is he he's 40? not. He's not. No. Is he thirty nine? He's thirty seven. He's only thirty seven. I know. I thought he was forty. So young. Okay. So young. All right. I thought he's. All right. I'm off. I'm off. <laughs> are you, trying, we to, are the you same? trying to say that Eric is aged that, terribly? <laughs> this, this is not what Eric wanted, by the way. I, I thought mean, he was my age. Okay, fine. Oh, I'm discovering more and more I'm that I'm sorry. that guy in the office. Okay, great. That's okay. good. That's good. That's great. <laughs> what are we reading? Yeah, what are, you guys reading? <laughs> what are we reading? All right, let's recover this. Yeah. Turn this back around. Yes. Um, so, so yeah. So, um, Catherine, how about we start with you? Yeah. You well, I'm finishing up East of Eden, and okay. then um, I am on the beginning of book seven of the Harry Potter series with my son doing oh, there you read go. aloud. You've been, so oh, wow. I did it first with my daughter, and now my son and I are going through it. Wow. And it's I'm having all of the emotions because mm-hmm. um, the emotionals. you mm-hmm. know, I read them aloud, do all the voices. It's a very uh, intense experience that we share together. Mm-hmm. And now I'm realizing like he's the last kid. This is the last book. I may never have anyone to read these to again. So beyond the fact. And the thing is, you know, with the second kid, like he'd seen movies one through six unfortunately before we read the books this is the first time that he ever said the book is so much better than the movie Uh, which was a huge Uh, moment you know as a parent to to hear kids say that but Mm -hmm. he has not we didn't let him see the last two movies Mm -hmm. so now we're into book seven and it's just like light bulbs going off and all the questions Mm -hmm. that you have and 
you know, you, you yeah. hate certain characters. Harry, and Harry Potter becomes a woman. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just what happens. It's, it's, well, there's uh, that spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's so, okay. Come on. The book's been out for how many years now? We're, yeah. We're allowed to spoil that at this it's point. It's true. Yeah. But yeah, so um, very it's, cool. that's a really fun experience. Does Ron become Captain America at the end of it? I can't remember. <laughs> he's, he's American now. Interesting. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, Hermione they change things. They Captain change Marvel? Things. Is that what the new one is? Captain Marvel? Um, is that what it is? That's one of them. I don't know. I can't. That was the There's prequel. There's like 20 of them. Yeah. I don't know. There's 20, 23. <sighs> 23 what? So, movies? Yeah. What? No so wonder we haven't seen them. In those. Man. Oof. No, they're all made in Georgia. There's not no anymore. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, done. Oh, well, that was awkward. Yeah, that um, was. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, Dave, what are you speaking awkward? Dave, what are you reading? I <laughs> can't remember if I mentioned we've recorded a handful <laughs> lately. I, I'm going to go with what I'm starting right now, which mm-hmm. is Dave McCullough's uh, The Pioneers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shocker mm-hmm. history book. There you mm-hmm. go. But no, it's, uh, you know, there's been a few of his late, the last few that I've purposely not read. I just, I don't know, didn't seem as interested. Mm-hmm. But yeah. this is, yeah, it's Westward Expansion. You know, Manifest you Destiny. Okay, how does he... How does he put them out? So, I mean, he, he puts locks a lot himself of them in a cab- out. You ever seen, they've done stories on him. He's got this cabin uh, uh, behind his house. Of course he no, does. No, it's not that, it's not big. It's like okay. a shed. It's like a professor's shed. <laughs> well, okay. It is. No, he no, locks no, himself in like a shed. Like an Annie Dillard. He doesn't come out And he's again. not shed. building any bombs or anything like that. He is just sure? writing. Um, <laughs> I hope so. No, he's got an old school typewriter. He still does what? them. He types them out. And, uh, and. His poor, I don't know what they do. It's some executor. They receive it and then they have to, re, you know, scan. It. And there must be like a scanning way there, of getting that some, into a word doc I mean, or something. That's just a pain. Wow. Now, someone may have to retype it. I don't I know. I think someone probably has to retype that, uh, that stuff right yeah, there. They're not. And well, so some someone's getting are, paid well. So I hope so. Well, yeah. yeah, everyone's getting paid well. So I'm yeah, interested yeah, when it comes that's to that. True. So, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, I wonder if I can get on that action. <laughs> sure. All right. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. All right. What do you read? All right. Uh, we mentioned uh, Bonhoeffer earlier. There is a graphic novel by John oh, Hendricks yeah. called The Faithful Spy. Um, How that, is that? I've um, seen it. It looks really. That's actually what I'm going to be reading okay. on the weekend. So nice. I um, love that idea. Yeah. But uh, but a friend recommended it and mm-hmm. loaned us her copy. So okay. We were like, all right, we're going to do this. Yeah. I fun. thought about getting that for my son. I don't know what the age. Target I'll ages. Let you know, I'll okay. let you know if yeah. it's if it might be a little bit too. Yeah. Because he he is is he eight? Or yeah. Is he, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Almost nine. So yeah. yeah. It could be a little bit too it much. It could be a little bit intense. Mm-hmm. All That's right. True. All right. All right. Catherine, okay. this has been awesome. Thank thanks you for, so yeah, much for having me. This has been me. a lot of fun. Fun for me. Yeah. Thanks for Keep writing. Uh, joining us. And. Uh, the big biography, whomever it's yeah, about, I've, we're ready. We, you are yes. pre-booked on the show. I will take listener That's suggestions. Right. Yes. Point me in the right direction. Absolutely. So, okay. listeners, you have a challenge. You can, uh, <laughs> you can make a suggestion via Twitter. I'll so get a typewriter. Along with your five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your five-star. Uh, once again, we do not care how sincere it is. No, no. Just that it's five-star. Judgment In fact, zone. if you can make it as entertaining for us as possible, mm. we would really appreciate that because we are going to... Um, in a future episode, we're just going to share a few of them. Absolutely. Again, because it's been yes. a while since we've done that. Yeah, And there absolutely. have been some pretty entertaining ones. Yes. So. Yeah, we need Twitter banter here, too, yeah, as that's well. That's right. So that's I'm right. So. Yeah. And, of course, uh, feel free to call our hotline if you want a, <laughs> with a question for the show. Um, that number will be in the show notes as well because I don't remember what it is. Um, <laughs> 
It's kind of a thing. Catherine just looked at me. Is that a thing? Do you really? It's actually real? legitimately a thing. I didn't want to say it. It's, yeah, it's legit. It's oh, legit. We fun. actually have a hotline. There you go. Yes. Thank you, Google. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so that's it from us. This is a little bit of a random close, but uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. This is an Area Code podcast.